All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Chrysalis, um, a podcast by yours truly, Fenice Thompson. Uh, today we have a guest with us, Miss Dario Sullivan. Say hello. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so today is just our introductory episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, today we're going to be talking about why we're doing this, because I'm sure there's plenty of people who are like, uh, what is the point? Um, so we're going to talk about why we're doing this what the purpose of this space is, um, what meaningful conversation means to us, um, things like that. So, all right, let's get started. Um, basically, you all, um, I chose this space, the chrysalis, which if you all are not familiar, a chrysalis is the structure in which a caterpillar forms into a butterfly. Um, and I thought that image sort of helped bring in this spirit of transformation um for me uh transformation i want people to think of this podcast as a sacred space um a place where you can work through your thoughts fears anxieties existential wonders anything with the end game of walking away from each of these episodes feeling sort of spiritually renewed or um like you have a new perspective on your situation or someone else's situation who knows um this is not a religious space, so it's this is not Christian radio, none of that, <laughs> you know? I mean, no shade. No shade, radio, no shade, no shade, Christians. Shade. You all are great. But, um... <laughs> I'm not sure, but, um, um... Yeah, this is not, it's not a religious space, but it is a spiritual one. Um, so, treat it with care, I suppose, is what we're going to do here. Um, all right, so... I'm glad you made that distinction. Yeah, of like uh, religious versus spiritual because I think for some people's reference point, like maybe going from what you first said, someone could be like, oh, so this is religious mm-hmm. and just making the distinction between yeah. like, I feel like it feels more welcoming and open. Exactly. Like, you know, I don't want anyone to feel like they aren't welcome or like they're being judged. This is probably the most judge free zone. Yeah. Honestly, you will probably incur worse. on podcast uh, on the nation <laughs> of podcasts. Okay. So welcome you all. Um, yeah. So meaningful conversation. Um, why now? Why this space? Why now? Um, I kind of, there's a lot of things actually. One is, you know, I was told by someone, it, I, I can't think of who right now, but I was told by someone, you work with what you have you take it and you do the best you can. And I was like, what do I have right now? I have my computer. Um, you know, me and my best friends always have these really amazing conversations. That's something that I feel like I'm good at. So what can I do with that? And I was like, Oh, a podcast. That's cool. Um, so that was the basic, um, impulse, but this want for a podcast stems from a deeper need or a deeper feeling of a need that there's a lot of people out here who, are just going through the day-to-day and not really thinking about how the day-to-day actually affects them. Um, I like to call it being on autopilot. It's very common, especially in this capitalistic society that we live in, because we're so concerned about productivity and how much money we're bringing in and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. So it's nice to check in and actually think about what you need. You actually, as a human being, need and want and feel. Um, Yeah, so um, folks not being in tune with who they are. I think that is a huge problem and a huge, I definitely think it relates to 
the circumstances of this world, which I am definitely not happy with. I think there's a lot of beautiful things going on. There's a lot of really ugly, really selfish, really greedy, really superficial things going on in this world. And I just want to try and do my part to remedy that um, by creating this space for people to come and listen and think, oh, I've been through that too. Is that how that's a good way to look at this? Wow. Okay, cool. You know, and feel some sense of community, feel some sense of I feel seen. Uh, and how else can you move forward through life, through problems without analyzing? Um, there's really, unless you sit and reflect, how will you ever change and be better? You know, um, I definitely try, I try <laughs> to reflect as much as I can on my actions, not too much, because I think there's a side to that of like overanalyzing that is not good for you and is not yeah. good for your day to day. But um, a little bit of check-in at the end of the day is good for me at least. Um, how do you feel, Diary? Is that good for you? Yeah, I think I love check-in. Like also just being transparent, people, we're artists. <laughs> yes, so, we are artists. You know, <laughs> so like I always think of um, like check-ins with certain shows like there's one show in particular I won't drop the name um, <laughs> we'll protect that but there was one show where we would all sit around in a circle at the top of rehearsal and do a check-in mm-hmm. and what I liked about it was that I felt like it, it gave me space to feel mm. um, and not just say like like it, I, I wouldn't say like I am happy okay funny snacks like <laughs> it was like I feel like we could use a metaphor and I would just be like, okay, I remember one time I checked in that's like, that I feel like I'm in a body of water Mm. and I'm forgetting how to swim, but I know I know how to swim. Yeah. And and so like, (laughs) even despite like that logic, like I just... I feel out of control and I'm panicking and I'm, I'm trying my best to stay above water, but I'm just in this fucking like body of water yeah. and I, I, I don't have any way to, to get ashore or like I'm literally in the middle. And so like, um, or even just being like, I, I feel like, like the little plant that sits on my windowsill <laughs> and like not having to, to kind of just like logic it out. Yeah. In a way, and just, like, I think that's so important because that gets to the more, like, specificity of, like, the texture of your feelings Amen. rather than oh. having to say, like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. That's a, that's an escape of, like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm fine. You know, you touched base. It's like, such what does a that fast mean? answer. It's, like, do people yeah. even really think when they get asked? Because I know I don't. When I get asked, how are you? And I say, oh, I'm good. I don't think about it. I just say it. Yeah. It's not something that you actually sit and think am I good no you just say that you are and um, I think that's a beautiful word giving texture like to your emotions that's a beautiful way to put it I tend when someone says like how are you I notice that because of my training like my performance training like and because of my experience going to Ghana where I felt like everyone genuinely asked me that question and it was like before we go into whatever content you're trying to talk about, how are you? Yeah. You know, like that has made all of those things have made me 
genuinely take pause before I answer Mm -hmm. and then sometimes it's like a second follow-up pause because (laughs) I'm like oh girl you're not in acting class right now and this person doesn't really care we're Americans here and keep it moving you know because when we're walking and like um we see someone on the street and you know usually it's like hey girl how you doing it's like you can't even hear the tail end of how are you? Yeah. Because it's it's not really seeking a response. So sometimes when people ask me, I'm like, I take a pause to check in of how I feel because I feel like that's what I've been taught in my training and my personal growth as a person yeah. with my experiences. But then it's like that follow-up pause of like, do they really want to know? Yeah. You know? And I feel like that's oh, yeah, getting sure. at, you know, a different... Um, component of like the culture we've created as Americans mm-hmm. which I don't know if we want to change that culture I don't I do. know <laughs> <laughs> I do personally like we definitely need to be more loving to one another and more open obviously do I think everybody's gonna be all hunky-dory singing kumbaya no I don't think it will ever be that way yeah but I do think like there's an intimacy that strangers have lost like over the years like there's no more intimacy barely between strangers like yes it's I I remember times when I was a little kid and I'd be walking with my father and he'd say hi to like just a random guy and they'd get into a conversation you know yes and it's like people don't say hi anymore like when I'm here and I smile at people as I walk uh, here in New York, by the way, guys. <laughs> I'm from this. I'm from DC originally, um, so I've been living in here in New York since August, and um, I've noticed like when I'll walk past people and smile as if to say like hello, like how are you, right. like acknowledging humans on the street yeah. that I pass. They like look at me like I'm crazy. Like why? why is she like doing why is she that? smiling at me? She don't know me, and that it's is it's crazy because so I'm like I I feel like we all crave that connection, but we just have gotten to a point where we just are so uncomfortable with it because we're like, that's not normal. Why are you trying to, I don't know you. Why are you trying to connect with me? And it's like, but that's what we need more than anything. Like it really is. And it's not, I feel like giving yourself permission to have that need. Yeah. And having to also a survival, like, like you're in New York, Mm -hmm. a survival. I definitely feel survival when I get out on the street of New York of like, I need to pretend I'm hard. Which yeah. is so far from Daria, but it's just yeah. like I need to be this person of like, don't stop to say excuse me because we're on a move, yeah. and I gotta protect myself and what I have. Mm-hmm. And there's so much lost in that protection because it's like all of us are doing that at the same time. You don't know what someone's going through. Yeah. Like as soon as I came here at a port authority and I got an Uber. Um, I was talking to a person on the phone. I, I could t- they had a very like heavy accent. I, did, I couldn't place it. Mm-hmm. But um, I got in the car and I was like, hi, how are you? He was like, I'm good. Thank you. And I like it seemed like he was so <laughs> thrown off by me, like being present with my energy. Yeah. Um, and we like started talking and I was just like, oh, look, where are you from? Um, and he started talking to me, he was from Guinea and I was talking about Ghana and he, we just like, I started learning about his life and I started (laughs) talking about myself, I started talking about euphonies and all this stuff and he was just like, we were, it was in Uber pool, so we were picking someone up. Uh He was like, where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm a Jersey girl, I'm from Jersey and he was like, oh, okay, um, you'll notice when we pick someone up, like. New Yorkers aren't like that. Mm-hmm. He's like, I give them one star. 
or zero. Oh my god! Zero is just like you, they come in your car and they, they just don't act say like you're not you're there. Doing. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, like, it's really messed up. They don't say anything. They're not going to say how you. How are you? I greet the other riders like that's how right. I am. I'm like I'm not going to get in this car that I'm riding in with these strangers and not say in hello. Silence? What are you doing? Are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> Literally, are you okay? And are you okay? There's been times where, Diary, like, I've been on the metro, and mm-hmm. the air, I swear to God, there's, like, the air in New York City is different, and not mm. in a sense of air quality, but right, in a sense right. of, like, you can literally feel the vibrations in the air. Like, there's just, it's, it just feels, like, constant, like this. Like, almost right. you can fucking see the waves as you walk down the street, because you That's just real. feel it. Like, it's very palpable, the energy here. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I will get on the train in the morning. Like, I really don't ride the train during rush hour anymore because it got to a point where every time I would get on, I felt like I was going to pass out because it just felt like there was Shit. so much crowded energy in that car, even if it wasn't yeah. crowded. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I ate. I'm okay. Why am I about to pass out? And it's right. literally just too much energy. Like, too much. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's like anxiety yeah and everybody's angry and ready to like everybody's either angry or sleepy or like both (laughs) you know so it's a lot it's really hard to connect when you're like in that way um but we'll also talk about change and like how we change as human beings it involves simply taking in information new or otherwise and acting accordingly and I feel like how else are we going to change if we don't take in new stuff and adjust yeah. accordingly? Like, that's yeah. that's what I... I mean, no one's perfect. Um, everybody's done messed up things to some degree, and yeah. how else will you grow out of it if you aren't being taught, oh, that's not okay, or oh, that is toxic, mm-hmm. oh, that is hurtful, um, maybe I shouldn't do that, you know? Right, that's unkind. Yeah, you know, that's I'm unkind. I'm not being kind to myself Yeah. or others. Mm-hmm. I need to adjust. Um, and then I just also, like... In the community, specifically the black community, but just the world, I just feel like there are so many young people who see a future, but it's like out of reach, you know? And I know I feel that way. Like, I see a future, but I don't know what it looks like, and it kind of scares me. Um, And part of my doing this is to attempt to lay some foundation for a good future where we are actually aware and awake and thinking about what our lives mean to other people and to ourselves and to the actual planet um sort of giving a space for okay yeah I've been sad about this but I don't think anybody else feels this way okay listen to the chrysalis oh wow like they feel this way too okay I'm not alone you know um just ways to make people feel more hope because it's really hard to feel hopeful in a world that looks like this and in America, we have it a lot better than most, but it's still hard to not feel like hopeless sometimes when you have so much stuff, um, so many obstacles in the way in terms of creating a solid future. Um, so question, when do you find yourself not having meaningful conversation and why do you think that is, Miss Daria? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have a crystal ball when I'm like looking into it. Um, I mean, I feel like when I'm not living in my purpose and I'm not 
living in my truth authentically for for me personally like i i have a perfectionist mentality mm-hmm. and i'm a libra moon <laughs> so i must bring that in there just so y'all know cool. libra moon scorpio sun oh my god um <laughs> and part of part of being uh like libra qualities is all about this idea of balance Mm-hmm. which I, because when I first found that out, I was like, how did that work? I'm not <laughs> understanding, like, I'm not getting it. And then I just realized, like, I constantly seek the balance of things. Yeah. And I realized in seeking that is the connection to my perfection, perfectionist mentality. Mm. Because when you have true balance, Ooh. it's perfect. And you can't get that. Mm. That's that's not life, you know? Yeah. Like, and so when we're trying, we're constantly trying to live in this balance where nothing is unequal of an equal weight. I think I'm constantly chasing perfection for that very reason because I want to feel that, that feeling of balance. But that's not life. Yeah. And that's not realistic. Um, and so I feel this all or nothing mentality a lot of times and it sprinkles into different areas of my life. And I think that includes in the connections I feel to people because I have felt genuine, real, solid connection with people. I feel like I have been fortunate enough to look someone in their eyes and truly see them and be seen. Yeah. Um, and not just have that in one person, but multiple people, Phineas included. <laughs> and... I think when you get that, sometimes my perfectionist mentality is like, well, it ain't that, so I'm not taking time with it, uh, you know? Yeah. And so, like, at work, for example, like, working in corporate America for my six-month um, stint <laughs> um, with temping, um, I feel like there were times where I'm like, you know what? This is going to be manufactured. This isn't going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, like, a real conversation yeah so i'm not gonna tap into how i'm really so i'm feeling fine i'm great john and it's like (laughs) susan we're great oh my god yes i love the project we're working on next week it's like Mm -hmm. i don't give a flying bleep about whatever that is but i feel like capitalism Mm -hmm. okay you know also like feeds into this mentality of like having to you know, I, you can't, when you're at work and someone is like, oh, yeah, like, this thing is coming up next week. You can't do an honest check-in. Like, that mm-hmm. could cost you your job. If you do yeah. an honest check-in at that moment, be like, yeah, I'm really dreading that. You're like, oh, really? You're really dreading that paycheck, too, I guess, Benice and Daria. You know? So it has to be, like, I call myself all the time at work, like, people being like, yes, and we have this thing coming up next week. And they're being like, Oh my God, like I can't wait for that. Oh my God, I'm looking forward to chatting soon. Like, what am I supposed to say? Oh yeah, I dread talking to you, boss. Yeah. You know? It's like, hard. You, you can't, I don't know the space to have honest check ins in the workplace yeah. because there's, there's true cost to your job, yeah. which is your money maker, which spreads out to having time for honest check ins with loved ones because part of me being able to see Finise is having the money to take the bus here to take the uber to your place isn't capitalism great guys you know, and capitalism is so everything. functional and healthy wow <laughs> it's really effective there is no Ooh, wage girl. gap at all you know you know it's crazy you guys we'll definitely delve into that 
on another episode, I promise, because it is it is an episode and probably two all its own. Oh, truly. But, truly. Yeah. When do you feel like you're not having meaningful connections, and, like, why do you think that is? Um, <laughs> I feel like, oftentimes, <laughs> in the... Particularly something that comes to mind is college and mm. like those Academia. auxiliary acquaintances that are kind of friends, but like, Ooh, you know, a word. like there's oh kind of friends, but you don't let them into your intimate world, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Like with you, Brendan and uh, Maya, like you all knew things that nobody else knew. And that just was sick space, you know, yeah. um, Maya and Brendan will be featured on a future episode as well. Oh, Stay cool. tuned. Um, But, yeah, instances like those where I feel like this person already already has, like, this view of me where I'm, like, this happy person, like, this nice person. So I'm going to be nice to them for this next couple minutes and then I'm going to move on. Because it's Benice. Yeah. And I'm, like, it was weird because, like, when I would go to certain spaces, like, I could only, I'd have to, like check in check out like I have to clock in clock out almost like I'm like this is how much time I'm gonna give myself in this space and then I'm leaving like I'm not gonna give myself yeah I'm not gonna get stuck in this space because getting stuck there would be agony for me um I'm for those listening I am not a fan of small talk I really am not um and that's not to say that like there isn't meaningful small talk like there's little cute little tiny conversations you could have with the lady at the corner like I love those moments but even those, to me, have more depth than a face-to-face conversation with somebody who's, like, happy-go-lucky, and you're not really feeling it. Like, I'm not really feeling happy-go-lucky, but I'm smiling anyway. Like, I don't like those moments because, to me, they're draining emotionally. And the reason why I don't have those conversations often is because I actively don't allow them. Like, yeah. I don't make room for them. I don't really, like... And is that good or bad? Who knows? But I try to protect my energy as much as I can. Just um, mental health wise, like that's something I'll be talking about a lot in this podcast too. Um, But my mental health, like that's something I have to prioritize and I have to prioritize my energy to make sure that my mental health stays, um, I suppose, in a healthy, in some kind of healthy balance because it's never perfect. But it's, you know, sometimes I have it in check. And like in order to try and keep having it in check, I make sure that my energy is not messed with. Like I make sure that there aren't people that I don't trust with my energy in the room. Like there's a lot of people that are nice, so nice, but then I'll get in a space with them and I feel like I'm not me or I feel like tired of like listening. As sad as that seems, like, I'll find myself checking out of the conversation. Like, I'll find myself thinking about other things. And I try my best to be present when I'm speaking with people. So doing that is just, like, that's me telling myself, like, this is not for you. And um, that's not to say that I think that higher conversation is it. Like, that's the only type of conversation you can have. That doesn't make sense. That's not realistic. That's also can be exhausting. It's exhausting. To constantly fully check in. Yeah. You always need that. And it takes away the value of, again, those little exchanges that do matter. Um, Right. So I'm open to both. I just, when it comes to sharing extended amounts of space, if someone wants to talk, I don't really like small talk. So if they want to talk about something deep, I'm always down. Like, if they bring up most of the time, and I think we can kind of segue, um, is like 
where this all started, this check-in, this safe space, like, in college, myself, Daria, and two of our other best friends, it was originally just uh, one of them before we met the fourth, but we would all just sit, the three of us, and just talk about our day, and that's how it would start, and then it would veer off into us talking about our childhoods, (laughs) and then it would veer off into us talking shit about something else, you know, like, it just, it would go everywhere, and nowhere at the same time, but I always left the space feeling like, wow, that was, I feel better. Like, I feel good. I feel happy. I feel secure. I feel full. Yeah. I feel full. And those check-ins always meant a lot to me, and you all were always like, that made me feel so much better, and I'm like, that's good. That's what I want. I want people to feel better about crappy things that they're going through, and I don't want people to feel like they don't have anybody they can talk to, because that's so important. And considering that not everyone has access to a therapist or can afford a therapist, it's nice to have those moments in your day-to-day when you can, um, where you can actually sit and talk about things that hurt you or help you or make you happy or make you sad um, or that you wonder about. Um, I think, I feel like what you're getting to is like feeling seen. Well, that's, that's what I think about when I think of those conversations and meaningful conversations in general like I remember when I first got to college in undergrad I just it was like one of my like first weeks there Mm -hmm. and I remember being like I went up to my dorm room and I just like cried by myself baby Oh my god, Lana Del Rey. That was a jam. And that was like that was like my freshman year of college when that jam was out. Mm -hmm. And I remember listening to that like so dramatic, like with my Scorpio Wada (laughs) Satin in the dark. (laughs) Just being like, I'm feeling all of the feelings right now. Like I was on a show of just, like, I'm in my feelings. And I remember going downstairs. It was, like, 6 p.m. And I remember going downstairs and being, like, no one knows what just took place. Yeah. And if I was if I was back home and I was around people, like, trusted energies, they could see it all over my face. Because I'm not good at hiding my face. Yeah. Um, and they would be able to see, like, I'm not okay. But just being in a space where I was like, no one knows me. You know, when you first get to undergrad and you don't know people like that, (laughs) it's just like, no no one knows me. No one knows that I was just crying. And I just feel like you just, you just never know. Like as, you know, maybe like corny as it sounds or like uh, over said, it's just like, you don't, you really don't know what someone's going through. And I, I feel like the older I'm getting, the more that like these things that have been said over and over throughout my life that we've heard are having more, are being more and more anchored and solidified in truth. Anchored. You know, because it's like, you hear things all the time. You're like, okay, mom and dad. (laughs) Okay. Old lady on the corner. Okay. Auntie. You know, it's like, you better do good in school. You better, you better get a job. You better, you better whatever. (laughs) But like, that feels like something to me of like, you never know what someone's going through because you never know how someone's day looked or how someone's life looks. Like, yeah. I know I have taken for granted a lot in my life, like the the peace I find in my home, even in the dysfunction mm. of like, this is still a family unit. 
And even though we are some shit, <laughs> and we in the black community, and things need to change, child, communication. Where's it at? Communication. Losing it. But, you know, we still, but we are still here, and it's still love. Yeah. It's still rooted in love. And I have that as an anchor in my life. And even that, like, I I take for granted that. And some other people are like, really? Like, I don't have that. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's my norm. That's where I'm coming from. And just being like, and sometimes I feel like I feel the blessings in my life. And I'm just like, I have no reason not to be a positive energy. Yeah. I have no excuse. <laughs> like, I don't get the right to be crabby. I don't get that right. Because, you know? Black Jesus. You do get you the, the right power. when you feel it. You can be crabby, but like that's very true. For no reason, I understand that all the time. General, no, like a crabby person. Yeah, no, I'm not a crabby person, Mm-mm. and I don't, I don't think I get to be like a. I'm a crab because some people who are crabby all the time, like that's your descriptor word. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder, like I wonder where that comes from. Yeah, I do too. You know, I really wonder where that comes from. You probably have every right to be that crabby all the time. Like if I was dealt those cards, I'd probably feel the same. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like that wasn't for me. <laughs> I have an exchange. Yes. And I get the wind Amen. of that. That wasn't for me. Yeah, I'm like that wasn't for me. Moving on. Mm-hmm. That wasn't for me. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, I think we're wrapping up, kids. Um, I really appreciate you all taking the time to listen to this. Um, this space is going to be really informal. Um, we're just here talking. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about us just quickly before we go. Um, 23-year-old college dropout majored in I love uh, it. theater. Yeah, I, I love it. College wasn't for me, you all. I really had to pick between my mental health, like my life and debt, so I chose my life. I love um, it. <laughs> And we will have another episode that delves into the culture of, quote, higher education um, and what that means and what what really is going on in higher education in terms of how the students are feeling. But um, yeah, theater arts major. I trained at um, two schools for over the course of four years. So I do have a lot of training. I just don't have a degree, which is fine because training is what matters in this field. Um, I'm an actress. I like to write. I like to sing. I like to... Um, write screenplays like I've, I've just been dabbling so I just consider myself an artist first and foremost um, so that I'm not put in a box and I can do whatever the spirit moves me to do um, and right now the spirit has moved me to make this space and I'm so thankful for Daya to be here and um, feel free to tell them something about yourselves before we go okay I'm Daria M. Sullivan and um, I met Finise at Pitt that's where we went to school <laughs> And um, my degree is in theater arts and communication. I've been experiencing post-grad for the past two years. <laughs> have bounced around a bit, done some temping here and there. Um, I definitely um, am a, an actor first before everything. That's my first love. I will always go back to that. But um, I really want to get into self-producing. Um, and writing, just creating my own work and my own content. So um, that's my next step for right now. Mm-hmm. And um, we're just trusting the journey right now and what's meant for us will be. And Miss Maya said, Your blessings are secured. Your blessings are secured, y'all. Thank you, Miss Maya. And when I use words like blessing and amen, 
even though it is religious affiliated, to me it means different. Like mm. blessings can come in any form. It doesn't have to be because of God. It can just be something that is given, you know. Right. Um, and saying amen, it's just a way to affirm a sacred thought. That's it. Um, yeah, thank you all so much for being here. Yeah. And I look forward to speaking to you uh, next episode. Um, our next episode will be delving into... <laughs> We'll be delving into academia, higher education. Okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and we'll talk about what that means Mm -hmm. and relationship to it. We're gonna bring the facts, bring all the receipts, um, all of that, you all. So thank you so much, and enjoy your day. Bye. Your blessings are secured, (laughs) y'all. All right, y'all, that's all we got for today, okay? So we'll see you next time on our next episode. All right, y'all, thank you.